Hi, this is Kimberly Reuter, and you're listening to my Clarity Scale Growth Podcast. This week, we are talking with Philippe Himard from Luxembourg, and we are going to be talking about the last mile carrier and what you need to know. Uh, welcome. Thanks for being here. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you very much to welcome you uh, in your podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm doing very good. Uh, we are all in the same situation today, and, uh, and exactly... Uh, uh, working to try to figure out how we get out of this uh, situation. No, exactly, exactly. Uh, worldwide, we're all we're all kind of suffering a little bit right now. Um, can you tell me a little? Let's tell everybody a little bit about your background. And you and I know each other from Amazon. We both worked in worldwide operations. So give me an update on what you're doing and um, and how things are working out for you. Yeah, yeah. That, that just uh, yes, coming back to Amazon. I spent uh, as you know, 17 years at Amazon. Started very early when we we launched France. Uh, website basically for Amazon, starting the operation after I moved at the European level and managed supply chain and transportation. And ultimately, I, I started uh, uh, the last mile at Amazon, therefore that's very appropriate to the topic we're going to speak about. Yep. Uh, and three years ago, I decided to, um, uh, to leave and start helping uh, uh, companies and uh, uh, teaching at universities and, and basically helping startups to, to start businesses, basically, and is what I've been doing now. Yeah, great, great, great. Awesome. And um, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about the European network and last mile carriers in, the, in uh, Europe, but a lot of what we're going to talk about today also applies worldwide, right? It's not specific just to, the, to Europe. So we can also apply these to the US. So um, I want everyone to know out there that uh, you can take these tips and apply them wherever you are uh, and don't feel like this is uh, region specific. Um, Okay, great. So before we get into this, let's just talk about, so what is a last mile carrier? How do you define a last mile carrier? The last mile carrier is the, is the one delivering to the, the consumer, the, 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 the customer or, or, or the client. Therefore, obviously, it applies a lot to the, to the e-commerce, mm -hmm. uh, uh, where he's the consumer because it's, it's the most granular uh, 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 way you can go to make a delivery, basically. Therefore, the first of the last mile carrier are obviously the postal network, which have been the first one to do last mile. And, uh, and time to time, obviously, people getting into it. Of course, we can take the big one uh, uh, in this world of UPS and FedEx and uh, DHL for Europe particularly. Uh, uh, but there is many other as well. And the last mile, if you want to be a little bit even more precise, is the piece which is from the delivery station, uh, uh, which is very local, which is the last building in the supply chain where the product and the, the order even, not only the product, the order to customer is ending up and where the routes gonna leave to deliver to the, to the consignee basically, and, uh, and which is indeed a private address, most residential or business, but a very private address. That's what the last mile, uh, uh, carrier definition, I would say. So, what type of last mile carriers are out there today? So, we've touched we've we've touched on the traditionals, right? USPS, FedEx, uh, UPS, yeah. but there's a lot of different last mile carriers out there. What do you tell us a little bit about that? Well, absolutely. It's it's come from a regional companies. Therefore, you get many, and it, it worked in the US, but it worked also in Europe, basically. You get many regional, and 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 I'm gonna break the regional not as a region at the US is almost a country in Europe, but as regional, even within a country in the in the in in, in uh, Europe, meaning that could be someone which has a very small and narrow piece that they be delivered. That could be a Los Angeles area for you guys, but that could be a Paris area for for France, for example. Therefore, there are people which have basically a set of driver 
and van. They are exclusively van, by the way, because yes. they don't do the, 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 long, the long haul. Yeah. They just do this last mile, this, as you said, the 20, 30 miles or kilometers, uh, uh, which, are, which are getting to the address. And uh, they've got mostly uh, uh, those vans, and they've got drivers. Now, they could be very small. Therefore, one of the variety is down to the self-employed people that we've been using in our network at Amazon, particularly, for a long time, the self-employed people, that the guy go to hire a van and decided to come to work for Amazon and doing a route a day and delivering. And yeah. to a larger company, which have a structure, which, uh, which are doing business for other, by the way, even this traditional carrier that you were mentioning. For example, we know that in the US, UPS mostly use their own drivers, but in Europe, most of the carriers, the traditional ones, uh, uh, use uh, third-party drivers, you know, to work with them and, and, and third-party company to work with them. Those companies could be 50 people, 50 drivers with a small organization and they serve potentially the local post office, uh, uh, which is La Poste in France and Royal Mail in the UK or, or DHL, and they could serve another network like the Amazon network or any other. Though, though this is the range of what is being used for the last mile. I would have to call out one of the last piece of it, which is the one I, I, I mentioned about the self-employed, but in a specific one to Amazon, Amazon started what they call also the flex program, which mm -hmm. is the ultimate of the Uber person doing the yep. delivery for Amazon. Exactly the same principle. You've got a car uh, uh, and you want to make a little bit of money at the end of your day or some days of the week that you've been, not been working already. And you go, you go to the delivery station, you pick up some parcel, you, you add a route, a small route, and you work for two or four hours to deliver a parcel. That's the, the ultimate part and ultimate piece of the last mile that you can find as well, in the, the, depending on the country, obviously. But US a lot and the UK as well, where the model is, uh, has been rolled out very successfully too. Yeah, yeah. It's, you bring up a really great point because it goes all the way from the big companies that we already mentioned, the big three uh, or right. four, and then all the way down to the gig workers, right? The individual and uh, way, you know, way back, not way back when, but when Amazon started getting into this last mile, there was a little company called OnTrack in Seattle, right? And that was like four or five guys who were driving around in their individual vehicles. And um, so it runs the gamut. Uh, I think, you know, I talked to Charles, uh, we did an interview with Charles uh, about a week or so ago. And I think one of the things that's allowed this to happen is technology has really lowered those barriers of entry for companies um, so that the gig workers can get in there and actually take advantage of this. So, um, so it, it's really expanded, I think, in the last 10 years or so. Yeah, and, it, and it's really been the key, basically, because before that, and, and I'm going to put aside, obviously, all the regulation, uh, which are different by country, where it's easier in some than other. What I was mentioning, U.S. and the U.K. are very easy for those kind of things, mm -hmm. where maybe France and Italy and another are a little bit more difficult because they are constrained around the job. Like, like the, I will do the comparison exactly like Uber. You know, yeah. uh, Uber were very well in the U.S. but never get in France, difficult yeah. in Germany based on the barrier of the profession or whatever. There are those kind of things in the last mile which do exist. Yeah. However, in principle, when those barriers are aside, mostly the technology have been the enabler because you don't need, nobody need a routine uh, system, for example, an algorithm, because that could be held up, upper in the you know, upstream in the system, whatever, the, uh, the charger person or the, the overall uh, carrier which is uh, setting the business could own that 
without having each people investing in a handheld. For example, Amazon democratized the use of mobile phone as a handheld to do the delivery because the app was going on handheld and you don't have to invest uh, $1,500 to get a, a professional handheld and with the software loaded and stuff like that. That was a, one of the big uh, uh, advancements which enabled those, uh, those last mile uh, developing basically more rapidly. Yeah, perfect. Yes, absolutely. So what are uh, three things that companies should be thinking about when they go to interview and hire a last mile carrier? Before that, I think the, the, the real question they should ask themselves is what do they have before the last mile? One of the things to consider, going to hire a last mile, suppose that you have already a logistic and a supply chain which could support it. Suppose that you are able already to reach uh, this this uh, this delivery station already. Uh, uh, maybe you have a local business, which is fine, by the way. Because if I consider, if you if you take for example the, the thing which are going lo local to local, when you have a business and you are only working in an area, a single area of work, maybe you can directly go to straight to Last Mile because you don't have those line or you don't ship from uh, Los Angeles to New York, for example, or from the UK to uh, 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 to Germany in Europe. You know, in that case, you just have to take care of the Last Mile, and I'm going to come back to the three things. However, the real first consideration is: Are you in position based on your distribution to go straight to Last Mile, or do you have to? work with people which do the last mile but have also the network which mm -hmm. by the way with the traditional ups and and dhl app usps as well when you can hire it becoming more expensive but it's higher yeah now to select ultimately the, the true thing is to select uh, uh you need to think about and consider when you do the last you hire last mile first you need to have a technology platform because they won't have one because one of the things which gotta be clear, if you go to this granularity and start hiring small guys locally, even if they have a platform, by the way, they have a different platform, each of them, which means you won't be able to have a customer facing uh, 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 homogeneity on your own delivery because you may hire three or four, five, 10, 15 people which use different systems. And that you don't want to do that. You want to make sure that your customer ultimately, uh, 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 the, pe the people receiving has the same experience, at least on the tracking, for example, mm -hmm. and the information they receive. Therefore, the, one of the first consideration is, do you own a platform or a system which helps you to aggregate those people and enable them to work efficiently? You know, that's, that's, I would say, is the first thing. Because if you don't have, that could be an issue already to connect with tens of hundreds of people to start making them working together. Uh, the second point you need to, uh, to consider, obviously, is uh, what are the, the uh, economic uh, of the last mile for these people? Meaning, how do they work themselves? You know, and uh, well, do they work exclusively for you? Do they work for other people? Do you want to merge your parcel with other people? Because you can hire a last mile like Korea, you know, Korea, uh, where the, the people are delivering for 10, 15 other customers while they do yours and they do your last mile and working fine. Economically, obviously, that's very good. The density is better for them, but they're not dedicated to you and you may face either quality, but definitely a, a, a capacity issue over time. Or do you want people like, again, like uh, uh, what have been done for Amazon, where we hire people for a full day? Meaning yeah. every time uh, we get someone coming in the morning, they hire for a certain number of hours a day, which is eight, nine, 10 hours a day. 
and we give them the work for that time. They go, they deliver. They only do work for us during that time, and we pay them uh, as a, a per hour basis or per day basis for the van, uh, the, the the guys, and the and the, the person. That that's the second thing that you need to consider. Which one do you want? And obviously, to move toward the second, you need to have density, or the cost of the, your last mile is going to be way too expensive. Obviously, you may really handle well the quality, but it's going to be very difficult to uh, to get. Unlike uh, you have a very high density of parcel delivery in a certain area, that's going to be very hard for you to to fulfill a full day of a guy. And after you can think about a few hours, two, four hours, but every time that will still make the cost higher because they are they are round will be smaller ultimately anyhow. And the last thing I would really consider, obviously, and it, I could have put first, but the first two are the enabler. But the last thing is how this company uh, is, is uh, what the culture of the, of the quality of this company, how do they already work and getting people working with them, driving ultimately when it is a small company, and how do they, uh, what, what kind of a, a, a company, the cost, customer or, or customer experience culture do they have? I would, one of the big issues that many carriers over time, by the way, when carriers started, you know, the, the, the way of working that Amazon has selected has been, at least in Europe, used a lot by many other carriers. And, and traditional carriers, pretty big one with national network, where they started to use Hermes, for example, in Germany, as, as an example, the second best carrier after DHL. Uh, Hermes has been one which has entirely set up their network of owning the network, but the, the guy delivering was never an Hermes guy, was a self-employed person, was a small company. One of the key elements to have a very sustainable uh, uh, solution there is ensuring that you own the quality and you understand the quality of this network and you monitor it very, very uh, uh, deeply. Because that's, the, that's where it fails, basically. Because ultimately, this is the service you, you're buying, but it is the service where it, when it fails, it doesn't matter if you were better in the, in the first mile. When yeah. it fails there, it fails for you. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, where, which is... Which is, by the way, just as a, it's, um, it sounds obvious, but sometimes when it fails earlier, it may not fail entirely for you, depending obviously on your loan. When you're on the next day delivery, we're going to be pretty uh, clear. But when you're on a two-day or four, three-day delivery, sometimes you can fail a step, catch up, fly out stuff or whatever, and still make it to, through the last mile. But in that case, when your last mile fails, there is no recovery step ultimately. Therefore, you will fail your delivery uh, uh, and, and, and you fail your customers. The reason why very important to get this quality aspect as well, uh, that you really have to consider all those people are hiring passing quality messages to their staff and monitoring the quality of the work which is being done. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. So a little bit, let me frame this in this up a little for smaller companies that are just getting into this space because we talk a lot about Amazon, which is the leader in e-commerce and the scale is a little bit different. The power is a little bit different, but it's, you know, first of all, what kind of technology is the last mile carrier working on and that can it support your individual business? I think is the first part. And those are some, that's one of the first questions you need to ask is how am I going to interface with this company? And does it, is it compatible with what I'm already doing? So the second thing you want to make sure is that your carrier has enough business to make it economically feasible for you to use them. So if you're looking working with a carrier that's only delivering 10 packages a day, it may cost you $3 a package for delivery versus working with someone who's doing 150 packages a day, which drives that cost down to 75 cents a package. 
Now, what Felipe brought up for us that we want that you want to make sure are kind of uh, one of the insider tips is you want to make sure that you're getting the same level of service and that you are not getting deprioritized because somebody is bigger than you or has more access to that network. And the last thing was about culture and quality. And I agree with this so much. It's one of the pieces I do when I'm working with my clients is making sure the culture of the company works for you and the quality of the employees that they're bringing on board represents your brand. And we had some funny stories in the, the original days of Amazon started getting into this gig worker uh, where people were, you know, were showing up in these beat up, uh, old vehicles that were kind of scary and they had stained clothing and and nobody wanted to, uh, to answer the door because they were like this can't possibly be an Amazon package like why would is Amazon send this person to me that that looks suspicious um, so yeah so the quality of the person and in addition to that it's also um, can they keep a reliable consistent staff because that's another thing that we mm. see is that if they don't have a good quality and culture um, you will end up with very sporadic staffing, constantly adding on new people who don't know what they're doing, and that will definitely affect your last mile. Um, and Felipe touched on something that uh, we talk about in my podcast always, 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 is that fulfillment is the only physical experience the customer has of an e-commerce business. So if the last mile fails, the entire thing is a complete failure, no matter what happened upstream. So it is important to make sure you're picking that last mile carrier um, that's going to meet all three of these criteria. Um, okay, yeah. so how do you effectively manage these guys? And, and what are the things that you want to look at on a weekly or daily basis? Because as we just mentioned, if the last mile uh, is not successful, it impacts your entire business. So how do you stay on top of this? Yeah, the, the one thing you need, and we're back to what we were discussing you know, a few minutes ago, is technology. The only way is to get a solid technology, whether it's yours, whatever the, the one you use, but having technology is the only way, the way to, to, to monitor. Because the, the, the three elements or four elements you're gonna try to monitor on a, on a daily basis, literally speaking, is uh, first, the safety of the driver. Because one of the things as well you don't want to associate your name to is of people which are very unsafe on the road, which may have too much accident, something like that. And, and that's the safety of the driver, but. Uh, uh, this, uh, the difference with what happened in a fulfillment, which impact only your employee, uh, in that case, you can also uh, impact people in the street. Therefore, uh, you want to have a system that uh, you are able to record and get uh, information about how the, the, the driver is safe. I mean, for some of us, for example, we were having uh, in Germany, I remember that there was those cars equipped uh, with a system, you know, which are recording the speed, which are recording the, uh, the brakes and stuff like that. And we were asking at least the supplier to monitor those for us and to flag back to us anything which, were, uh, which was very insecure. Because ultimately, when the driver had an accident, we knew about it, obviously, because the delivery failed. For example, the round was interrupted and they have to backfill. Uh, sometimes it was working, sometimes it was too late that those parcels were, were delivered late, therefore we knew about it. Therefore, one, I will say the safety. Obviously, the second is the quality, which is twofold in my mind. First, just the quality reported by the customer as issued, you know? And uh, any time that the customer come back to you and telling you that something went wrong from, I didn't receive my parcel, or my parcel was damaged, the driver was very unfriendly, he broke my, uh, my, my flower in front of the, of the door of the house, those kind of things are quality issues that 
are coming back to you ultimately, and you need to monitor them, record them, and make sure you manage back with the with the, the provider of the service, the last mile provider. And the second one, obviously, where you may have, if you have a good system, data for it, is just the accuracy of delivering on time. Therefore, we, that on the last mile, which is very which is very easy because you you give a parcel on the morning as it's been delivered or tried to be attempted in the day. And, and it bring back the parcel back at the end of the day. That's the, that, that's the scheme, basically, where the, or the, the driver brings back some parcel, because sometimes they cannot uh, end over the parcel, but whoever was the level, what the frequency of that happening, and, uh, and, and that's the two quality piece that you get, and you need to get it, and you record that on a daily basis. And, and you know, and you can see already, uh, by drivers even, the differences in, in, uh, in getting that. As well as we, I mentioned on the first one as well, we've seen them many times about the, 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 the normal carrier, but the videos of driver not behaving properly, throwing parcel of offenses or whatever. That's kind of thing as well that you will record, not as a, a, a just anecdotal thing. You will really strong, strongly record them every time they come and you will judge and assess your provider or the people you've been working with on those kind of things. And, and the last thing, obviously, that you will try to manage regularly is their, is their productivity, obviously, which again is very linked. If the guy come back at the end of the day, has been able to deliver all the parcel or pretty much all the parcel attended all of them, that is pretty, it's a good quality first, but it's most likely meeting, meeting the productivity, uh, uh, your, your productivity need. If the guy come back with a lot of parcel because he's got no time, that's maybe he's got a, a productivity issue or you have a, a routing issue by the way in your system. But those two monitoring their capacity, you were mentioning earlier, doing 10, 20, 30 parcel, 150 parcel a day, a route, is making a huge difference to the cost ultimately. Therefore, if you monitor that well, you end up with a, with a, a, good, a, a good cost if it's doing properly. Now, it depends also how you pay, obviously. Mm -hmm. Because I mentioned one of the models is I pay you for a full day, you go with 100 parcel, and you do whatever you want. Right. I, of course, delivering them, but you take 10 hours, you take seven hours, that's your, that's your call ultimately. And I have paid something and I, I know from the time you leave in the morning, I know exactly the cost of those parcels. Now, that, that there are some models where you pay by parcel. Yeah. Uh, and, and in that case, uh, there will be no change in the cost per parcel. You have no way to influence it. But obviously, that uh, the, the guy working more or less, or there are some other cases as well that you really pay also by hours which is also an issue if you have a wrong uh, uh, routing system. But those, those four things or three things for sure that you're monitoring closely will be definitely safety, the quality, and the productivity, like you will do for every business, by the way, in supply chain. But this is the, the way you can monitor those uh, very precisely in this, in this, uh, in this uh, last mile uh, business. Perfect. One of the things you said over and over and over again, and I want to reiterate this because I actually run into a lot of companies that do not do this, um, is you kept saying the word daily. You have to manage this daily. This is not a monthly metric. It's not a weekly metric. It's not something you look at after accounting pays the freight bill. You have to manage this on a daily basis, no matter what your network is and no matter if you're using a last mile carrier or one of the big carriers. Um, daily monitoring is a big piece. Uh, the other thing I want to expand on a little bit too is that you brought up this concept of paying for a day. 
And that is something that's a little foreign to people because traditionally when you're working with UPS and FedEx, you're paid by the package and you don't get this opportunity to buy someone for a day. So when you get into the hiring a driver for the day, as you said, you know what your upfront cost is going to be. They have to deliver these 50 packages. You know that you're paying them $200 a day. And so you know what your cost is going to be. But there's also some opportunities if you do that to take advantage of some some backward networking as well. So returns. Um, so there's also a chance for you to kind of expand your services when you go to a daily. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's absolutely true. I mean, the, the driver is yours. You're taking when you pay by the day. You're taking the ownership of of the the productivity in one way. I mean, of course, yeah. the people still have because whatever you calculate, people could underperform what you calculate and and by bad performance. But however, that means you're taking the ownership of the optimization and the way people are going to work, which is the key, which is which is a very tricky thing. I've got Amazon, we had a lot of debate over time about that, about should we pay by day, should we pay by parcel? The model exists both ways. Uh, 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 and it was a very, uh, because that's also challenge, the pay by day respect a little bit more as well, the, the, the oh, you're, you're sometimes too close, sorry, of, uh, of uh, uh, employment relation, because obviously you buy yeah. day, what means days and hours, and eight, nine, ten hours, what is, what is this stuff? Basically, there was a lot of debate about that. But at least every technology effort you make, every time your density is improving from what you do in your business, just growing like Amazon, you get the benefit of it. If you pay by parcel, unfortunately, you're locked there. And if you pay whatever, as you say, even a, a dollar per parcel, uh, tomorrow, if you pour more parcel in the same area, it will be still a dollar. And right. the driver in the, the last mile will make a better because he, he could do it in the less time, but you will not get back the benefit of it. It's the reason why the pay by day and pay by hour was a way to make sure that any technology or uh, uh, improvement that we are making, we are taking benefit of it. Why we invest a lot in technology too, by the way. Yeah, exactly. So if we take a little bit of what Felipe just shared with us today and what we learned from Charles in our interview about using last mile technology, there's a few different technology companies out there today. Um, mile Zero being the industry leader. There's Delive, there's Bring in the US. The, what are a few that are in Europe that are uh, last mile technologies? Are there any that come to mind? Yeah, well, I I don't, I don't have any because few people have, have been interviewing into that uh, in, uh, you know, uh, in Europe. And uh, I know one which is called Herbens, yeah. uh, which is like Herban area, Herbens with a Z at the end. And uh, uh, they've developed that, the, 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 some of the routine uh, uh, system for last mile people. We want to uh, optimize our, their delivery, create routes and last mile. But there are not that, that many which have been doing that because in, uh, in Europe, there is a, a lot of small carriers. And as I say, you know, they, you can easily, there's the, the regional and, and countrywide, there, there, there are a lot of uh, people working in that field. Therefore, some have developed their own as well. Of course, the big one have developed their own, and they are not solutions that people want to enter. Very right. few people decide, to, because you need to be big, yeah. to decide to enter a smile on your own and saying, yeah. you know what, I'm going to own everything except this last piece. Yeah. Therefore, there is very few technology which have, uh, have been doing that. But, uh, but there's many other which are monitoring the full uh, uh, transportation of delivery yep. more, you know, uh, printing labels and uh, optimizing carriers, between carriers, those systems which, uh, which I know that MyZero has been doing too as well. But yeah. uh, and, uh, uh, there are more systems like that in Europe which are more uh, shuffling around carriers but not necessarily last mile carriers. 
Right. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So if we take, so we take the technology piece that we learned from Charles and we apply what we've just learned from Felipe, which is one, you have to manage this on a daily basis. There's actually no doubt about it. This is not a, this is not a, it's, it's just not an option, especially if you're getting into the last mile piece. You need to understand your technology. You want to understand the culture and the quality of the company that you're working with. And you want to understand density and how are they driving their costs down. You really, I think what we're trying to say is that you really want to make sure that you understand the business. This isn't a matter of just dropping off a package at the post office or giving it to UPS or FedEx. If you're going to get into the last mile, which is, uh, which is more available than it's ever been uh, in the past, you really need to understand your company and have some honest conversations with them and then monitor them and, and make sure that you're staying on top of it. Because what you must remember is that whoever shows up at your customer's door and drops off that package is representing your company. No matter if they're delivering for a hundred other companies at the same time, your customer will see your company depending on who shows up at the door, the quality of the service, the quality of the person, how were they treated? Uh, we talked about safety. Were they a jerk on the road? Um, and so you must keep this in mind when you're talking to your last mile carriers and think about this. This isn't just a matter of handing off a package and forgetting about it. Um, are there any last thoughts you want to share with us today? No, not particularly. I mean, just as a, I mean, you did a great summary. Uh, one of the things is, it sounds, um, you really need to, uh, uh, all what you mentioned, you really need to know your data. You yeah. need to really deep, uh, dive very deeply into your data. You can't just decide to go without having uh, 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 study what you've been doing really in detail and understanding what you will get from that. I mean, the, the, uh, switching to last mile is just not one of the options open to everyone. There are prerequisites to that. We just discussed about them, but they are really strong prerequisites. And if you fail them, that will be very inefficient. That yeah. will be inefficient. And, and one of the first things yeah, to prevent you is really understanding how, it's, how the, your networking, what's your, where your customers are, how your network is composed of, uh, uh, and, and what your own capability in your own company. I mean, yeah. it's not, it's the reason a lot of people sometimes say, yeah, but with the oldest last month developing, that will be the end of people like, you know, we speak even about Amazon and when Amazon developing the end of UPSs and DHL, no, it won't, it won't because uh, many, many, many people will never have the opportunity to go into the last mile straight efficiently and delivering a great quality. Therefore, I, I don't see that as the ultimate step for I want to go to. I see that as a huge opportunity if you decided to invest the right amount of time and money, obviously, and to get it work. And, and, you need, and you need to have a certain side. Now you can group, however, you can group. If you think that makes sense for some region, you can group with other company we've been doing business and delivering and not necessarily competitor of you. And that starts to make sense. But uh, my, my advice will be really think through what have the data that have been. Because one thing is key in this last five business, the density is key. Yes. It's not a thing. We will yeah. not get anything working well without density or Either that will work very well, but will be incredibly expensive, yeah. or you may maintain the cost, but we're gonna you're gonna have a very shit delivery service because people are gonna cut corner and do the wrong thing. Therefore, there is no no magic in that in that way. That will be my last advice. Yeah, perfect, excellent. Thank you so much for your time today. This has been very helpful and informative. Uh, last mile is available. It's an opportunity for a lot of companies. You need to make sure you have the data and the upstream processes to make sure that you can support it. But definitely something for companies to consider, especially in this time when more companies are moving into DTC and online. 
uh, it could be a differentiator for you. So thanks for tuning in. Yep. Thanks, Felipe, for joining. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. You're very welcome. Bye-bye.